Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello, everyone. I know that I told you guys in the last episode last week with HK that the mukbang episode and the dick and a episode was going to be the last one of the year. And I thought it was going to be, to be quite honest. I really planned for that episode to be the last episode. And I'm over here at home enjoying my holiday break. And I come across an episode that I never put out. And it was an episode that I did with Quay. And this episode was recorded back in June or July, right before Morgan cheated on me. So at the time when I recorded this episode, me and Morgan were still talking. I thought I was happy. Looking back, I obviously wasn't. And by the time that the show premiered, I just didn't feel like it was appropriate to put up this episode because with Morgan cheating on me, it shifted the direction of the content that I wanted to put out. And I felt stupid. I felt stupid to put out this episode because at that time, I'm talking about it. I'm talking about situationships as if I'm not in them anymore. And without realizing, I obviously was because a couple weeks later, he cheats on me, gets back with his ex-girlfriend, and now they're currently engaged. And obviously, I'm at a different place now. I'm more healed. I'm in a new relationship, which... By the way, you guys, he officially asked me to be his girlfriend on December 18th. So your girl is fucking booed up. Yeah. And that's actually going to be plays a factor in something that I said um, in the episode. And I just feel like that's why I wanted to put it up because it was a full circle moment. And I'm really, 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 really proud of myself. And I'm super, super grateful for all of you guys for tuning in. And listening to me go through my fucking shit this year. Because I'm sure y'all have your own shit that you've been going through this year. So, love you guys. Happy holidays. I will be still taking a hiatus. Follow me on Instagram, at Stephanie Megan, to find out when I will be coming back. But I promise it won't be too long. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy. (laughs) Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Broke Girl Hey guys, it's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy. And guess the fuck what? what? We got Quay in the motherfucking building, bruh. Oh shit, yeah. Yes, me. you're back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm in town. I'm in town for a good time, not a long time. When are you coming back? Uh, end of the summer, I'll be back. Um, you know, coming back for merch and getting things rolling, so... Cool. Back in LA for pretty Bi-coastal. much good. Yeah, pretty. I've been doing a bi coastal thing this year. Um, 
it's working out. It's dope. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah, I'll be back in LA for some time, at least to the end of the year. Okay. In August. Well, you're missed. Oh, I miss, miss you guys. Out with you. I miss you. I miss all of us just like getting fucked up and like going out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. though I, like I hate being drunk now. It's okay. Quarantine killed it, man. Nobody <sighs> wants to drink alone. For real. For real. There's a really good Thundercat song where he says that. Look up Thundercat. Mm. Mm. Nobody wants to drink alone. Really good song. I don't like to drink alone. I'm like a social drinker. Mm. I'm an anti-social drinker. Like I only oh, drink. Okay. I only drink when it's like me and Steph. Like right. Steph, eighty percent of the drinks I've had in the past twelve months were with Steph. <laughs> That makes no me sound so bad. But no I honestly lie. don't even drink that much anymore. So, yeah. So, yeah. Light. It's not like we, you're not getting fucked right, up. Right, yeah, yeah. And I just feel like with this show, it's like, you know, it's like you have to have a drink. It's part of the build. It's the literally a part of the show. And I'm on vacation, so. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Okay. So, for this episode, I got, a, so I put up a Q&A and people were sending me questions <laughs> about buttholes and dicks and shit. Y'all the wild. Hella wild. Y'all wild. What? <laughs> a lot of question I'm always getting to is about virginity. And I'm like, okay, so we're, we're here now. <laughs> but I love it though. I do love the sense of like, like, I feel like I'm, I love feeling like I'm the older sister. Like, Aww. like I think it's like so dope because TikTok has really expanded my audience to the younger crowd. And at first that made me nervous. Gen like, Z. yeah, it made me nervous. Cause I was like, Y'all, this shit X-rated. I don't know. Like, don't be listening to this on speaker around your parents. Like, don't. Like, I'm terrified, you know? But now I feel like I embrace it because I felt I feel the sense of responsibility of, like, you know, I wish I had someone to tell me the things that I didn't, you know, that I know now. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, we could, you know, I don't want to make y'all super innocent. Be like, don't be out there fucking. I mean, please save it for when you're ready. But at the same time you gonna start fucking yeah. and most of the time it's when you're like 16 you know in your yeah, teen that years age, yeah. Run that age, yeah. like hormones, hormones are flying you're curious so at least i could create a safe space for all of you to to you know not feel like you're weird for whatever reason you're not weird it's the most natural thing on earth everybody where will we be without come <laughs> hey that that's some real ass shit where would any of us be man everybody's gotta come everyone's gotta come okay but the one question that i got a lot when i did the q a was not sex related surprisingly but it was it was about how to turn a situationship into a relationship oh my god i keep burping (laughs) excuse me i don't (laughs) look mm. That's a difficult question to directly answer because there's so many, there's a lot of layers to that. Yeah, because what is a a situationship? Exactly. What is the situation? What What is is the situation? And what is the ideal relationship? Um, Right. And why can't you just make it a relationship? Because if you're, you know, if you're really, if you're dating someone and y'all really into each other and you want to be together, like, I feel like, you know, yeah, it could be complicated to be together, but at the same time, it's real easy. When two people like, want to be together, they just be together. That's how it goes a lot of times, <laughs> especially yeah. early on, you know, before the complications actually start coming in. So I guess okay, let's talk about it from different situationships. Let's do it in like a sense, of, I guess, like chronologically where you're at in a situationship. I think that matters, right? So if it's 
one night stand. Like if it's somebody who you've admired for a time and you've known for a time, but y'all have only had sex once and it was kind of like a run in type of situation. Like, okay. like let's say you are coworkers and it happens and you, mm. you really like this person, you know, this person Good pretty example. well and y'all fuck after the Christmas party. He was shit faced, right? Or no, matter of fact, let's say it from the man's perspective. Let's just pretend like a man asked this question just cause. Right. So he he, you know, you get the hit after the after the the Christmas party. But for her, it was like, woo, Christmas party fun. But for you, it was like, damn, maybe she finally recognized. You know, I'm trying to turn this little situation, this right. work situation, into something. Da 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 da. Yeah, that's that, true. I that think is, might be the hardest. That no? is the hardest. Well, I mean, no, because you could always. I mean, you could just be upfront, and it's either going to be a yes or no. Because from there, that point, nothing is fully defined. You just had sex. Exactly. You know, you slipped. Like nothing was defined. Like I think of a situation where it's like, this is not going to go anywhere serious. You know, mm-hmm. like you had that agreement. Like I feel like that's when it gets hard. Like when you're fresh yeah. like that, and you maybe just had some fun. Like there's still that part where you're like, okay, it's, it's very malleable, right? Like it's, it's very, like kind of like okay, I know they're interested, so maybe we could like try to date. Like the conversations, you know, is not there yet. Yeah. So, but versus like, yeah, when you like for me, I've been in plenty of situationships. Yeah, that's why broco therapy started because of situationships. I've been in way. To situationship <laughs> therapy, Ooh, got Ooh. that off. That was difficult to say. Got that off though. Y'all situationship see that? therapy. Yeah, you but that's that? really what <laughs> that's really what it is though. It's like it is. Yeah. because I've been in so many situationships where you know I'm getting all the benefits of mm. a relationship. You know, like like I could talk to him, we could fuck, we could like hang out, we could have some fun, and but like he, there's you know he doesn't want to be official because he's not ready. He wants to focus on his music. He wants to focus on his career, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it just never becomes anything else. You get heartbroken and because, you know, they never want anything. God damn. <laughs> so. Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> was, was, was that a nerve? Was that a nerve? <laughs> I, I that politician. I, I, that politician, the gentleman from Louisiana, that politician, that was so cool. Anyway, um, was that a nerve? <laughs> Um. <laughs> so, your situation ship you're talking about was you guys had the shell of a relationship, the, the activities, benefits. the activities of a relationship. I wouldn't even call them the benefits. I'd just call them the activities. It's the motions, to be honest. Right. Those are the motions, because they're not to be cliche or corny, but the real relationship lies in the shit. That people who want to do all that, having fun, having sex, talking, and being an outlet to another person, all that is the fun shit that you earn in the relationship through being there for the the dumb shit or right. the, the negative of this person or the little the little quirks and their stinky socks or you know. So all the shit that people you got to recognize, I think, went by a person's actions whether they want to really be there or not in that kind of situation, in your kind of situation, it's like long standing, like over time and over a lot of activity and sex and different stuff like that. Right. It's only going to last as long as the woman says, like if y'all cut it off, it's it's cut off. I mean, they always, they always end up cutting it off on me though. Cause they were probably smart enough or taught by some older player in their life. Um, 
to ghost them. Do it first. Yeah, do it first. Um, I don't know why, but, you know, it's a power game. Sex, just like business, is all about sex, relationships, and business is all about yeah. leverage. All about power is all about leverage. So, Agreed. They were probably told by some OG player, yeah, you need to get rid of her first before she get rid of you, player. Honestly, and that's why that leads to, like, ghosting. Like, I feel like, you know. That's like, what I, leads to situationships, yeah. Yeah, and, like, because I, I'm specifically thinking, I think the two biggest situationships that come to mind personally are Charles and Davion. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously, well, Davion had a conversation with me and closed it out. Like, you know, as a man, he wasn't a coward. Charles ghosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was like, I don't know, I was really fucking stupid. <laughs> How so? <laughs> because, Expound. Because it really stems from the fact that I did not love myself, mm. you know? And I, like, okay, we, damn, we're going to get deep here because th- there's a reason no, why we accept. No this is the reason why that we accept that type of love, right? It really just stems from the fact that, like, we're dealing with something within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And although I played as an Aquarius self as I, you know, was being, Mm -hmm. I played it hella cool. Like I, you know, I could be the fun girl. I could be, you know, like, like I could do all those fun things. I could show you around LA. I could fucking fuck the shit out of you. You know what I mean? Like I could do all those things, you know, and like be like, yeah, it's cool. Like you don't want a relationship. It's fine. I don't want a relationship. When deep down I knew I wanted a relationship. I just was like feeding off the attention that they were giving me, even though it was temporary. Mm. And the reason was because I, I didn't love myself. And, you know, like I just felt like I needed to to have so much sex with them in order for them to like me. And maybe just after spending time with me, like they'll eventually like me. They'll eventually want a relationship. Like if I just continue to be this fun girl, if I continue to be there for them, or if I continue to just be there, like they'll, they'll eventually t- change their mind. You never know. Like you never know what happens. They could just eventually fall in love. Like that was something I always told myself and then I never wanted to admit to anyone else. Cause, Cause you know, it's scary. That's scary it is. It sure. is. And then the thing is about men is what I learned is like they will tell you exactly what they want. So if they if they're saying like I don't want a relationship, believe it. Well, also, it's not only do they not want a relationship, they don't want a relationship with you. Because the thing that's very in common with Charles and Davion is after me, they got into a serious ass relationship. Oh, oh, trust me, I've been good luck Chuck my whole life. <laughs> I got exes that next person they was with, they still with. Really? There's a chick, yo, no lie, girl I lost my virginity to is with my homie from middle school still to this day. Damn. Kids, house, whole thing. Did you want a relationship with her? I'll tell you this way, man. This ain't no shade. That nigga ain't never sat courtside in Staples Center. Yeah. That ain't that ain't shade. I'm just saying. <laughs> Nigga's a mechanic. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that Ain't nothing wrong with that right. I work with my hands too So ain't nothing wrong with that I'm not, I'm not playing I'm just saying Y'all ain't never come to the same so, Right hmm. But anyway Nah <laughs> man it, That's a whole There's a whole crazy story behind that But it It's relevant because Even as young as we were They knew immediately 
Right. They both knew immediately at like 15 years old. Like these people 30 and 32 now. She 30, he 32. Right. Like they knew immediately at 15. Uh, ooh, that was so that was that's how we say 15 where I'm where I come from. 15. 15. 15. <laughs> um, that's Newport News. That's bad news Virginia right there. But yeah. um <laughs> 15. Since we was like 15 though. So Right. They still together. Like them built a, a wonderful life, you know, for for whoever wants that life. They they built a wonderful life for themselves. <laughs> for whoever wants that life. Yeah. I want to be Staples Center courtside. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's true though. It's just like I am very good luck, Chuck. But like, yeah, you know, I'm it, glad you got the reference too. I right? Did, I did yeah, 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 yeah. Good it's, luck, Chuck is a movie. Yeah, there we with go. Dane Cook about this guy who gets cursed, yes. and every girl he has sex with, the next person she's with, she marries. Like his dick is yeah. like, it's actually a curse to him. But to women, they start seeing it as, oh shit. Well, I'll fuck it. women. Will do some shit for what they want. Well, I'll fuck this one guy to if it means I'm gonna get married to the next guy I'm with, and that's that's what we're referencing. That's is, that's literally me. It's like I'm get like off of me and onto the person they're with forever. It's almost like I'm the, I'm the person they kind of like let it all out from. You know what I mean? Like their whole like bachelor phase. They're all the whole you know like they're having fun because I am the fun girl. Like I'm so much fun, and that's one of the things that's like I love about myself is like I can have fun in any. Anywhere, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you could bring me anywhere, I'll, I'll find a way to have fun. Absolutely, same. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, and but of course, you know, because I didn't love myself, men took advantage of that, mm-hmm. you know? So, they I was... They can sense it, even if they don't know that they're sensing it, they can sense it. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's just like hunt and prey. Like, because a, you're a lion doesn't to know, do the, right. a lion doesn't know what a zebra is sick with, but he knows a sick zebra when he see it. Right. You know? Yeah. For real. Yeah. And I say that as if the male lion does the hunting is actually the women, but I digress. Right. right. But like, the, yeah. And it just, <laughs> like, okay. The male but lion I mean, does the defending. It, yeah, it's true though. I mean, I just feel like it's, it, it is kind of a triggering topic because when I think back at that, like I feel like, although I'm not saying that I'm completely fixed now and whatever, like I still have shit that I'm, you know, trying to accept about myself and love about myself we because are, yeah. that comes, that literally comes from like how I was raised. I was not mm-hmm. raised to love myself. So it's, you know, as a woman who's almost 30 years old, like I'm figuring what that means, you know? So, and a lot of what that means is letting people, you know, like Davion and Charles, like you know cross the boundaries with that like they you know like Mm -hmm. men i feel like when you start dating a woman you kind of you know or even throughout the whole relationship you kind of just kind of see what you could get away with you know what i mean like you kind of push a little something like i don't want a relationship yeah i don't want this yeah you know and then and then if you know for me being the fun girl who didn't love herself i was allowing everything to happen so that's a good note. Ladies out there, know your worth. Men too. Men, men don't get told. I think... Men, men go men, through that too. I men, know men never <laughs> in their life get told to know their worth, really at any point. Um, weren't we just talking about how men are trained to like take any pussy presented? Like, right, yeah. We're just taking about, yeah, like, yeah, There's yeah. a culture in, in manhood. There's a culture. It's locker room talk, I guess. you. Could, I hate even associating myself with that term now, but... Um, it really is like locker room boys talk like, man, she, she, if she throwing it at you better, you better, that, that, you, this, that, that, you gay if you don't, that, that. Right. Like that's a, that's a part of male culture, you know, growing up. So 
Um, or maybe, yeah, they feel you, so it lonely. It teaches you to not. Right. And people always say men fuck who they can. Women fuck who they want. Uh, men, men generally marry who they want. And women sometimes end up marrying who they can. And it's how I've heard that saying. Right. Well, I don't really care about what the saying means. But it has truth in the sense of that's the way society has conditioned things. But knowing your worth, guys, like even you got to know every attractive woman ain't for you to deal with, man. It's, you don't have to be with every woman out there. And that's a lot of I'm saying this to say that causes a lot of situationships because we've been trained mm. to if it looked good, I should have it. And if she giving me a chance, I should definitely have it. That's true. It's like, I don't know. I love my little strong tribe of just home girls. Like I got, cause look, your, your homies ain't going to bail you out at 3 AM. Let me tell you, you should not, you should not, you should not. Oh my Dr. Umar three times shit. <laughs> you should not fuck every woman, you know, dog. Yeah, this is how situationships happen because of this culture of every piece of pussy that seems presentable and is in your nucleus or in your general area. You should have it. It should belong to right. you for at least enough time to, to fuck it. Like, that's really like how men before us have laid the, the tracks. And that's true. I've us. seen men like in a way just kind of like will fuck anything just because it's like it's there. Like I'm all over. I just I want to. Get and I'm shit. guilty. I have had sex with people that I'm not gonna ever name or admit to having sex with. Right. Um. I was young, and I know my <laughs> worth now. I know my worth. Right. You know. And it's not even about looks. It's just more about like the fact that you just obviously convenience didn't. Have, but the convenience, yeah. yeah. Like if you fucking out of convenience, that's rude. That's just kind of rude to be fucking right. people because they convenient. Like. Because they might actually care. They might, again, want more than a situationship. So. Right. So what advice do you have for, like, a girl who, you know, um, is in that situation? And she, you know, like, yeah, she's hearing us say, like, you deserve better. But at the end of the day, like, she wants to have a conversation. At the end of the day, she wants to have a conversation oh, you know with what? this person. I have a perfect answer. There you go. What, um, she's, what should she say? What, what should she say? <laughs> set plans. Literally today, a friend of mine was talking about how she brought up um, breakfast to a guy and they were like scrambling or she brought up eating with a guy and they were like scrambling for a a place to eat and the time and this, that and the third. Um, And I was like, I can't honestly. Another friend asked, do guys like that? Do guys uh, like when a woman sets plans? And I couldn't remember, outside of girlfriends, a woman inviting me out for plans. Maybe, like, two, like, real plans. Like, women will say they want to hang out and then kind of still leave it to you to set. And that's what I was saying to the homegirl this morning was, like, he should really be shooting you ideas. After y'all say something, it's generally because y'all want us to do something about it. So that's how I am. But... They were kind of like, well, I brought it up, so I feel like I should set the plan. I was like, that's dope. Like I said, outside of girlfriends, generally I can't recall a woman really setting plans. So if I you do want that. a situation to turn into a relationship, yeah. set some sort of precedent in the way that you move, and he'll respond one way or another, and set some plans for something that you know he's going to enjoy and something that's going to be dope and somewhere y'all can have a conversation or set aside time in the mm-hmm. evening for conversation and have the conversation. Right. Like hit him with it. Hit him with it. Like you enjoy this evening. 
you want more of this like all the time because i want your shit all the time right like, i had a conversation with him you know yeah i mean i think for me you know set some plans it, yeah and it, it sounds it, it sounds easier said than done and for me what i recall being in these situationships easy yeah but for like i'm, I'm playing i'm that trying part, to play it like a part yeah, yeah yeah because yeah we could tell it was gonna be easy but as a woman who's been through this so many times i remember the lot of mindsets that would hold me back from saying something um and the one of the biggest reasons why I didn't ever like say something or command what I wanted or set boundaries for myself was because I didn't want to lose him as a friend as a dick (laughs) as you know a drinking partner as you know someone to hang out with like I didn't want to lose that I didn't want to lose it so it was like either and that's what the, that's coming back to, like, obviously loving yourself and accepting the love that you deserve. But, you know, I was like, I never brought it up. And I was always so scared to because I was like, I don't want to, like, lose the vibe. I don't want to kill the vibe, mm-hmm. you know. And so. But every single time everything falls and crashes, I'm like, damn, I should have said something. You know what I mean? Because. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's like, it's, I, yeah, they end up fucking it, ghosting yeah. you. They end up getting with someone else. And you're like, fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and then I'm like, damn, I looked like a fucking girl that just, that you ghosted. Like, I feel like it kind of hurts my pride a little bit. Where I'm like, that. nah, I want to ghost you. What the fuck? <laughs> you know? Like, I don't Like know. I said, sometimes them OG players will teach you early on. Like, drop, drop that person before they drop you. Because it ain't going nowhere. And we as youngins, we, we're like... No, no, I'm, a, I'm a, this this person, you know, like me or love me. Or this person, we've been doing right. this, that, 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 and the third. I ain't going to lie, yo. I got people. <laughs> Digmatized. No, nah, <laughs> nah, here's what's up. Here's what's up. I actually have healthy situationships. I have. There, are, there, are, healthy, people, there okay, are people in my okay. life. There are people in my life who I have been having sex with for 15 years. Are you for real? I'm 31. Holy shit. Okay, so all, all of my situationships have been toxic and unhealthy. <laughs> so, but you have a very healthy That's situationship. One, one lady in my life. Yeah, one lady in my life. And I'm like forever on her side. I'm always like, she's always going to have a space in my heart. She's always going to be a friend. She can call and vent. Right. She can pour her heart out. She can complain about a new man. And how she does can, she like not fall in love with you? Like, I feel like. We do love I, one another. We love each other. But like, how would, how does she not want, does she, does she ever express to you that she wants a relationship? She ousted me pretty harshly when we were young for her, uh, now ex-husband. No shade. I'm not shade. Stop, <laughs> stop. I felt, I felt the energy from the whole audience. <laughs> I thought y'all all come through this camera. That was not shade, bro. That's not, I'm not shading. Uh, okay okay that's i'm not gonna get excited on the comment i wasn't gonna ask questions i was just gonna get excited on the counter bro girl therapy (laughs) listeners um her now ex-husband um will we do sex we had after uh after that divorce anyway um but yeah we uh like through relationships and stuff and i i've never cheated on any of my girlfriends with her and she hasn't cheated on any of her boyfriends to my knowledge or her husband with me like that's what I mean by healthy relation, healthy situationship is like we're always respectful. I don't, I won't even like hit her phone up. She know I'm here and I know she there. Right. If it really is like, let's just say like, I don't know some other shit. And she just happened to be the only person 
in the world I could think of to call for this particular situation. Right. Yeah, I know she's still in my corner. Like, I know she's still, like, a, a homie before any of that sex shit. Right. Um, so, I got another homegirl that's... But they never, like... I'm about just, 10 I'm, years. I guess I want... I wish they were here so I could ask them and be like, what are your... Because, like, this is, like, I feel like, you know, maybe... You know, you think it's cool, whatever. Like, I wonder what's going on in their heads on the opposite end. Like, we have conversation about this, and it's it's respectful, and that's what I got. It's always about communication. Right. We've talked about it. Like, I've talked about it with these people, and that's why it works. Like, and they never say like, "I want to be in a relationship with you." No, I don't know. Damn, not once. I've actually. I'm like, I am just sensitive. my homegirl. My homegirl. <laughs> I've, I've my homegirl. I've uh, had on and off sex with for. 10, 11 years now. Uh, again, 31. 10, 11 years now. Um, again, like, I don't think she's ever cheated on a boyfriend with me, and I've definitely never cheated on a girlfriend with her. Um, and also, I've actually tried to do more i've tried to make it more you I've tried did. to invite her out she don't want to she don't want me to plan nothing she don't want to travel with me she don't want to wait so wait, maybe she, maybe recently we've been talking recently we've been talking and she seems more open to it um and she seems more open to like she's starting to kind of awaken into a different uh from a different cocoon and stuff a different level of awareness about life and humanity and stuff like that she's starting to wake up and educate herself about herself a lot so and our conversation is starting to change and it's dope um, Wait, is this your ex that you're in love nah, with? This or ain't an ex. This nah, is a this situation. Is, this, is a, this is the 11 year situation. So, okay. I keep it respectful, though. Like, so, I won't even hit you up after you tell me you got a boyfriend. Like, I'm not sliding your DMs on the slide. Right. I'm not saying little slick shit. Like, I'm right, not, right, right, right. at least I'm not trying to. Like, if you look hella good on your story, I might go ahead and throw you some hard <laughs> eyes. I might go ahead and throw you some hard okay, eyes and be okay, like, oh, so, you look like you taste good, girl. But rewind, rewind, rewind. You say you tried to turn a situation into a relationship. She ain't want it. Damn. She ain't what was the reason? Mm. And how did that make you feel, Quay? Uh, it was okay. It was okay because we we had some pretty nasty sex. So, so you were just down here, like as long as I, I was like, I was like, well, I respect it. That's all. I just respected it. Like, you just gotta respect it. For healthy situationships, you gotta respect it. Just respect it. Respect the game. How the hell do you get a health? I mean, okay, but here's the it's thing, a healthy though. Situation. But There's a negative connotation to this, and I don't think there has to be. No, at all. I, I agree because, you know, there are women out there, and honestly, I really wish I was this type of woman. And I really tried to be this type of woman where I could, you know, like just have fun and have sex because it's like I'm a very sexual person, but sometimes it's like tough to have sex. <laughs> it's recording. It's tough to have sex. <laughs> you know um and not have feelings but there's women out there who could have a healthy situationship mm -hmm. and have a healthy sex relationship and not have any feelings and i girl what is your secret um <laughs> like they always do talk about feelings that they have and they always talk about oh i can't get I, I, you're my my kryptonite and you know why you do this to me and why you da 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 um, but if I ever felt like for real, I was actually harming someone, I would gracefully bow out, like right, like gracefully bow out, like with a pirouette on the end of it, you know. So right, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to hurt nobody or ruin no relationships or ruin nobody's scope on relationships. No, yeah, I mean, I think that you handle it 
from what I'm hearing, you handle it, you know, very. I'm gonna double check after this. I'm gonna double check because you, <laughs> yeah. because you brought it up. Like yeah, yeah. Like I kind of want to like sure. I'm gonna make sure I'm not doing it wrong. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to invite all the situationships that you've been on. <laughs> you know what them. though? I think a fair amount of the women I've had sex with could probably could probably have a conversation. Like I don't think. Have you ever had one that went really sour? Quay. Very few. I mean, they if they went sour, it was on some shit like probably something she was dealing with. Because remember, right. people do things because of them, not because of you. Um, so it was probably something that she did that turned me off. If I if I'm gonna say it, like there was this one chick, pretty ass model from Atlanta, so pretty. Yeah. Um, I don't even I don't even know what nickname to give her in the moment. I'm not good with the nicknames in the moment. <laughs> I'd be wanting to just call them by their name, but that's bad. Call for, her that's bad for chick business. from Atlanta. Chick from Atlanta. Yeah. Model from Atlanta. So model from Atlanta. Um, she uh, so fine. But there was this theory she had that guys from one side of my neck of the woods were the same as guys from exactly where I was from. And she was just steadfast and it just felt disrespectful. So I drove her ass home immediately. So that ended sour, but you see what I'm saying? Like, right. It wasn't so like, I don't have, I have one ex-girlfriend. I was young and stupid and that ended sour, but it was on my account. But that's a, a relationship. I'm, t- I'm, you know, like, yeah, that's that was different. a relationship. Like, you know, yeah. that's more like, there's so much more, emotions and shit that go into that but like situationship specifically i've had times where a situationship end and i'm like i wanted that longer right hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. So you want it longer, but why did they end it? Um, a lot of times, you know, they realize it's a situation ship and it's like, this isn't what I want. And, or maybe I do some dumb shit or talk too much or do, you know. Because yeah. I, know I know how a lot of ladies are. It's like, it can be one random weird ass thing. <laughs> Like I saw a video the other day. That's I saw, so true. I saw Sometimes a video it's the like, other day. The homie was like, um, the caption said, Women can cancel your ass over the smallest dumb shit. And dude was getting out of the car. He was like, Hey baby, you want any snacks, anything? No, no sweet tea, no Skittles, no you ain't want you don't want nothing, you good? Okay, cool. And he was getting out of the car and like his ass crack showed. And she was, and, and it was the same guy. It was like the same. It was one of those, you know, IG comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was the same guy. He was playing the girl. I was like, oh, it was her thoughts. Oh my god, I can't believe his ass crack. Just, <laughs> oh, he done. Oh, this over. I'm about to drop his ass off right now. It's like, so true. But for me, like I, I know immediately in the first interaction, or like in the very early, early stages. But like once I'm hooked, 
like I'm very accepting of the ass crack. You know, but like, I feel like at first, like, (laughs) but like at first, like, you know, like I start talking to a guy or like whatever, like there will be small things where I'm like, I don't really like the way that he dresses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I think he's kind of boring, you know, like Mm -hmm. there'll be certain things where I'm just like, I'm just not feeling it. So even like if I'm not feeling it, the vibe or energy that I'm going to find a reason like your T-shirt that I'm just not going to be feeling. Yeah. You know, you find a reason. But um, situation shipping situationally <laughs> situation shipily yeah i don't yeah. know, I don't uh, know. speaking towards situationships and turning them into relationships uh you got to know what y'all situation is know what your situation is believe what this person is is showing you and telling you don't think he's going to change his mind ladies exactly yeah don't think don't <laughs> think especially if you have proof and evidence over the years like if it's been years and you know it's not going to be a relationship, either go ahead and set the boundary of it's never going to be a relationship and respect my relationships if I get into one. Right. Or shoot your shot and, like I said, set a plan and feed them and wine them and dine them and talk to them, have a conversation. You know what's crazy? One time, this is when I was dating Davion. So... Story time. Story time. Um, so with Davion, I remember we had a conversation. I was like, what do you want from this? Because I really felt like, you know, I was starting to really feel something towards him. Mm. And he was like, no, I'm just not ready for a relationship, you know, but I do enjoy hanging out with you and doing what we do. Like, you know, if it's cool with you. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's cool with me, even though I deep down it wasn't cool with me. Mm. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool with me. It's cool with me. And then, you know, so it was this agreement that we were just fucking basically. (laughs) And um, but so I kept my options open and I met someone who so happened to be white (laughs) and we started dating. Those those people out there. Yeah, Yeah, those like the first and last white guy that I've dated. (laughs) Um, And the first time I actually had sex with them was the day Donald Trump was elected, which is really fucked up. But anyway, uh, <laughs> your face right now. Yo. No, it's so Whoa. like the day Donald Trump was announced wow. our next president was the day that I first fucked a white dude. Oh, he thought he won. He was like, yeah. I mean, Trump he was forever. like very radical. Like he was very like anti-Trump. Thankfully, it wasn't oh. like. He wasn't like super like he was like hella hipster and like okay, hella okay. woke and like educated and shit. But I but still like he's a white man. Yeah. 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 And but anyway, that didn't work out. But OK. So anyway, going back to the story, I told Davion because you know, I met Nick um, is the white guy's name. I met Nick and he's someone that was really looking for a relationship. So I was like, you know what? Let me get rid of my hose. Oh. And really focus on on Nick, you yeah. know, because I mean, I wanted a relationship. And so I told Davion and I said, you know, I don't like I'm going to go spend time with him. Like we have to cancel what we're doing you know, now. Yeah. And he was so hurt. Davion. Yes. Fake. That's fake. Like, yeah, and it didn't like it to the point where like eventually we got back together and started doing our thing. But like he would bring up like, you know, you did that shit to me like that hurt. I'm like, what the hell? I would have been with you. Mm -hmm. I would have been with you. Like, what the hell? That's that's that's, like so mind fucking is childish. 
It's, it's so childish. Here's what it is. It's like imagine two kids in a room. There's a play thing in the room. There's a toy. And women are not play things, first of all. Just so y'all can get the analogy yeah. straight. But <laughs> let's say there's a play thing in a the room. There's two toddlers, right? One toddler is over in the east corner. And one toddler is playing with something in the west corner. Toddler in the east corner sees a toy in the center of the room. He starts playing with that toy. Yeah. Toddler in the west corner has been offered this toy numerous times and said, no, I don't want to play with it. But now all of a sudden, when somebody else want to play with the toy, when somebody else want to love the toy. Right. And fuck the toy all good all the time. Now, all of a sudden, you want to cry about the toy. Exactly. It's, to- it's literally toddler shit. It is toddler shit. And then, so, I mean, we're cool now. There's no shade. He's been on the show. We've talked about it. But, like, <laughs> but, you know, but back shade. then, like, but back then, like, that sucked. You've grown because, past it. I get it. Yeah. But, and also, it's just like, okay, but eventually, obviously, me and Nick don't work out because I just don't connect with white men. But that, maybe we'll do another episode <laughs> But I just, it just maybe didn't. Not. Maybe not. But it just it did not work out with Nick. So eventually, you know, me and Davion reconnected things, and we've talked about it. And I expressed that I was like, "Yo, like, but I I would have been with you. Like, what do you mean? Like, that just did not make sense to me at all." But then when we started like, like hanging out again, he still didn't want a relationship. <laughs> so I'm like. Oh. That's whack. That's whack, man. That's whack. And then and then you end up ending things with me because he got into a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's that's just like, I, like it's just Good unhealthy. Luck, Chuck. Yeah. Good luck, Chuck. Good luck, Chuck. It's just unhealthy. Like, I feel like if someone Fucking wants to be with movie. you. It is. It's a really good movie. But um, yeah, I just feel like if someone wants to be with you, it shouldn't be that complicated. It won't be. It simply um, won't be. It won't be games because that's exactly what that was, was just games and like a bit of like ownership. Like what? Like I had you. But it's like, no, you didn't. American entitlement, boy. Right. American so, entitlement. America yeah. is entitlement. Very. It's literally manifest destiny. It's literally. So it's it's no wonder that there is this entitlement in situationships. So. Yeah. It's no wonder. It's not, it's not a wonder at all. And then that's why I think at one point I thought, Okay, maybe he'll like change his mind and like want to actually be with me because he was jealous that I was with someone mm-hmm. else. But it's like, no, it was just like an ego thing. He didn't. It, it, that's not like real love. That's not. That, nah, that's not a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, real <laughs> I, love. I'm talking real. Love. I'm talking about a real love. There we go. Yeah, man. Any last words on situationships? Any like standing like advice that you just want to make sure gets spread across? Male or female, love yourself and know your worth and don't let nobody play you. Right. Don't let nobody don't let nobody string you along on some shit that you already know is bullshit. Like love yourself for real. Like know your worth, man. Know that you are one in a trillion. You already a champion. You beat billions of sperm. You already a champion. You were, <laughs> only the champions get to make it to this level of existence, man. If you yeah. exist on this world and this plane right now, you already a champion. Like love yourself, know your worth. Don't let nobody use you up for 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 filth. You know, for real. And like, I would always hear that term, like, "Oh, love yourself, love yourself." And I'm like, I am loving myself. I'm like getting my hair done. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> but like, no, it, but but really, like, you think about the wrong things. That means that you love yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it's you know, yeah, it's okay to take care of yourself and you know, make sure you feel good and your hair, or whatever. But like, it's like beyond that. Like, it's like how you let people treat you. 
you know? It is. Like, so. People only treat you how you allow them to. Oh, 100%. So they treat Put you like shit. Down. Bye. Put your foot down. Yes. And it's just like you get to a point where you just like are so tired. <laughs> You're tired. Oh, oh. But if you do want a relationship out of okay, it. Okay, yeah. If you want a relationship out Tell of him. it. The original question of the episode. <laughs> um, you you got to assess the situation ship and assess the person you're trying to elevate the situation ship with and uh don't play yourself i just said don't let nobody play you don't play yourself yeah uh, what you don't want yeah. is, to, is to put an arm out there and get it chopped off but uh you also if it feels like something that could be real uh if it does feel good and this person makes you feel good you got to have that conversation but for women specifically uh women who aren't men's girlfriends generally don't do a whole lot of like setting plans and stuff so that'll set a sort of bar not necessarily a bar but it'll do it'll be different for your situationship guy so if you want to turn it into a relationship i i, I was just talking about that with the homegirls today like set plans like make a make a plan and surprise him and let him be like oh shit oh you made it okay oh so you trying to do like a girlfriend this is girlfriend activity wait like, so okay, 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 okay. I, believe I know we're wrapping help. i know we're wrapping it up but i got yeah. guys a comment to say about that express freely so that i mean that goes back to like you know the whole like love languages right uh, so that is someone like that's someone who obviously is like a what is that called like active service mm-hmm. type of lover like i feel like i don't know my opinion i don't know if that could fully work it's not so much setting the plan, it's setting the, the precedent for the date. I mean, for the conversation. It's setting the palette for the conversation to make the conversation more, more, you know, to be able to slide it in a little bit better. Okay. So, like, for example, like going out to dinner somewhere. It don't necessarily, maybe he's a ball, a ball game person. Maybe he's a, you know. Like, just kind of showing, like, I like you. So, like, I want to take you to yeah. this place that you like. Let me upgrade you. Do a little upgrade, know. you know, show him something nice, show him something he ain't seen before. Yeah, but and I have, also, like, wouldn't want to spend money on someone. Okay, okay. Now, if you as a woman are <laughs> in a situation with a uh, with a seemingly solid man and the words about, and communication just hasn't been had about going into a relationship and you would like to initiate it. That's true. Okay. If you want to do that, you have to remember, he wasn't scared to spend money on you on date one. He didn't know your ass from Adam. You were complete. Let's just say y'all were based on complete strangers met off app. Y'all were complete strangers. He spent money night one not knowing if he would ever even see your ass again. Now y'all in a a situation that you want to be a relationship and you won't spend money on a date? I mean, I I would spend money on a date, but I... I'm okay with spending money on a date. You ain't gotta break your but back. It's more of like more creative. More, but like, I don't want to spend money on a date if I if I don't feel like you actually don't want to be in a relationship with me. You know what I mean? Like with Charles and Davion, I never spent money on a date or took them to a ball game because I felt like you're already telling me you don't want anything. So why am I gonna put the extra mile of trying to show you? Like, no, I could. I I want something more. Again, you assessment. know, like Again, I feel, yeah. So I feel like if I'm dating someone like Morgan, like fuck yeah like i would love to like take him somewhere you know as like my treat like that's dope because i know like it's worth the investment it's worth like i'm not going to be rejected from it like i feel like you Mm. know like i don't want to give that part of myself Mm. like that to somebody you know like i rather like 
I don't know. Like, that's just me. But like, I, you know, if I want to like maybe set the tone for a conversation, like I, I would take, you know, let's go eat at Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. You know what I mean? Somewhere where is it Wherever so it is. extravagant, you know, and or if you again, if you want to make the bed. statement, if it's, if, it, if it's a statement situation, you want to make a statement, you know, it, yeah. again, it all it all begins with assessing like with Davion, you said you had already had been made clear that it wasn't going to be a relationship. Right. After that point, yeah, ain't no need of making an extravagant gesture. Yeah. If you've been told verbally, but expressly. Yeah. But, um, it's all about assess your situation. Right. And if it feels like there is a window, you got to at least try. We can't be scared to love. No. We can't. Yeah. Can't, all is lost if hope is lost. Like. No, I definitely assess the situation where I feel like. Assess your situation. You know, like. Because I've also seen it too where girls will like buy dudes a bunch of stuff or do certain things just to make sure you know to get them to like them or will you know and i just feel like i don't know i it yeah it just excesses a situation like i wouldn't have done that for davion and charles because they already said they didn't want a relationship with me. exactly yeah. so and i just that's what i assume is like what a situation ship is and why it's this person oh actually it wasn't just one person it was like 10 of y'all asking about this like why so many women you know are scared to say something is because i'm assuming because this person has a dress they just wanted it to to be, you know, see, temporary. I think situationship, we try often to define situationship, but that is where we put definitionless relationships. Every, re- every human connection is a relationship. You and your mom is a certain relationship. Me and you mm-hmm. is a relationship. Me and right. the homies, my frat brothers, as opposed to a my human my, connection my is a street. relationship. It's a, it's, it, every human connection is a relationship. There's checks and balances. And I hate, I don't keep ledgers personally. Um, I don't keep receipts and, and check receipts and stuff like that. Nah, I don't nah. keep ledgers, but there is a ledger of, emotional human labor inter human interactive labor in every relationship uh so situationships i think are only relationships that have yet to be defined so after you and davion made it clear now this is this kind of relationship i don't i think it ceases to be a situationship right i think situationship speaks solely to a confusing formless relationship yeah once it's has boundaries and has ledgers and has lines and limits and all that stuff. Now it's a relationship with these limits. Yeah. Cause I guess it could also be a situationship, I guess in another like situation situation is I can imagine maybe let's say you guys, because as we get older, right, we, when we date someone, we know we want to be in a relationship with them and there's people who want the title. Like, I feel like when you're in high school and you know, it's like always this thing of like, Oh my God, he asked me to be his girlfriend mm-hmm. on July 2nd, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's our date. Like you want like the guy to formally ask you. Yeah. And I feel like when you're older, it's not like as formal. It's like you just spend time with someone. It's just something that like just happens, it you know? Like it's more of a conversation versus being like, would hey, you be my girlfriend? Like to go one. Yeah. Would you be my girlfriend? You know what I mean? Like, and that still happens. You know, I'm sure. Be but like, like Jay-Z, don't embarrass me. So right, but there's, like but this. I know, but I know women where they feel like they need to have that conversation, that question, that man to go on mm-hmm. fucking one knee and be like, "Would you be my girlfriend?" You know, like mm-hmm. they need that, they need that reassurance. So I can imagine maybe that being a conversation, and also a woman being scared to be like, "Will you be my boyfriend?" or something like that. Yeah, like, for sure. because because it's like we kind of expect, you know, like I was always told, like. 
you know, a guy asks you and you like, you know, say yes or no. Like, it's all up to us to figure that out, you know? And like, we're at a time now where it's like, no, like. Let's figure it out together. Right. It's figure out together, you know? Or maybe you ask him, maybe be like, will you be my boyfriend? Like, that's kind of dope. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's non-traditional, I guess, but. 2020. Right. So, I mean, you know, when me and Morgan, I guess, were official, like, it, you know, it just. It, it, it was never like a will you be my girlfriend will you be my boyfriend it was just like I don't want to see anybody else you don't want to see anybody else cool okay it's just us <laughs> you know what I mean like it was that mm-hmm. so you know I can imagine that being a situation where they feel like they're not getting the label mm-hmm. so yeah I don't know I mean slide in my DMs tell me about your situation like I kind of now want to like know what that means to you guys you know, because I know what it means to me mm-hmm. and what it means to you. But yeah. I think it just means a formless relationship, you know, it just hasn't been defined yet. So you got to define it. That's all. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. Plug yourself, Quay. As always, new music, new hip hop and R&B. <laughs> Sunday Morning Sounds is your source. We are available everywhere. Uh, you listen to music, all the big three. I don't even think I got to name them. The big three streaming music apps. Um playlist check us out on instagram funny ass memes news content links to stuff and uh if you want to talk to me directly uh at sms underscore quay yeah i'm very open i'm a conversationalist just uh don't be weird i will (laughs) say if you want to slide in my dms if it's like a receipt a picture of a receipt with my address on it for a playstation 5 i'll be much more open to your dms (laughs) I'll, do, I'll be much more open to DMs. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just playing. I ain't broke. I can buy my own PlayStation. But if you would but like be, to. But it'd be nice. It, I, One for each room. I don't get a lot of gifts, so I would love that. Aw. Well. I'm a, I'm a giver, so. Yeah. And you only accept blessings. <laughs> hey, only accepting blessings. That's right. Which That's is our friend Kude's t-shirt line, and he's wearing it in the video. If you guys mm, want to mm, see. Mm, mm, mm. Anyway, follow me. Stephanie Megan or go to brocotherapy.com and like I said YouTube is popping I'm putting my episodes out there because I know all my listeners um, are from TikTok especially I've been like where the videos at <laughs> like hunting me down and I feel like I'm gonna get chewed out for this last half but it's okay I love it I love how expressive you guys are so go ahead subscribe follow me I love you guys and bye peace peace Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. Hey folks, I'm Yen. And I'm Nat. And we're the hosts of Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are sans knowledge. Comic Sans is a show for people who know nothing about comics, like me. And people who love them, like me, and want to learn more about them. What makes you an authority on comic books? I read them, write them, live them, breathe them. What makes you the authority on knowing nothing? Honestly, Yen, two seasons in, I actually know a little more than I used to. You're welcome. The reason for that is that every episode, I make Nat read one of my favorite comics, like Daredevil Saga or This One Summer. And then he tells me what makes that comic so special. And then I hear what Nat thinks, and I try to avoid a pulmonary embolism. While I actively try to give him one. You can listen to the second season of Comic Sans now. With new episodes every two weeks. Wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Yen, I think I know so much about comics now that this might have to be our last season. Nat, there will forever be more comic than you will ever know. What does that even mean? I don't know, it sounds profound though. 
right? 